Hello there and welcome back to today's episode. This is such an exciting day and I'll explain why in a moment. The reason, and I can't wait to tell you about this, is because I have been mentioning my upcoming book on the show for the last, I think, six months now. This project has been unfolding for well over a year and today was the big cover reveal day. So without further ado, I can tell you the name of my book. It is called Be the Love. And the subtitle is Seven Ways to Unlock Your Heart and Manifest Happiness. Be the Love, Seven Ways to Unlock Your Heart and Manifest Happiness. So if you're curious as to what the cover looks like, please go and follow me on Instagram. Check out my grid. It's there. You can't miss it. And it's really just a sneak peek because the official pre-launch parties and offerings and all of that fun stuff is going to be rolled out over the next six months because the book doesn't actually come out until May the 10th, 2022. So there's a little bit of waiting to do, but I can promise you that it is well worth the wait. This book has been, oh my gosh, so, so fun to work on over the last Gosh, it would be when I signed the contract, it would have been maybe September 2020. And so I wrote the book. I uh, We've done all of the work behind the scenes to get it to this point. And I'm currently in the copy editing phase for the next week before then the uh, initial print run happens and the galley copies and all of the exciting stuff that goes along with a book launch. So Today is book cover reveal day and I really want you to know that this book is one of the things that I am most proud of because I have poured, I've literally poured my heart and my soul into every single chapter and you'll understand why when you read it. You may have heard me mention before that this has been such an interesting process because I went through so much emotionally. I actually did a lot of real time healing work when I was writing this book. And although it's just a tiny snippet right now, it's not like a full back cover copy. This is how it can be summarized. It's filled with practical guidance, soulful exercises and nuggets of wisdom. Be the love is your invitation to use the power of your emotions to achieve happiness. And so, as I mentioned, I'll be doing a call out soon for the upcoming launch team and launching festivities that go with launching a book, which is so fun. It's incredibly time consuming, but it is worth every single moment of the adventure. So you'll probably see me on so many different podcasts and interviews and all of that kind of fun stuff. This is what manifesting a book deal is all about. And one thing that I absolutely love is the fact that it is being published by a company that is one of the biggest publishing houses in the world. It's a division of Macmillan and it is St. Martin's Press Essentials or St. Martin's Press. So you can look them up and they have some incredible team members and ideas. And it's just been like this beautiful, beautiful merging of creative energy and all of the things that we're putting together for the launch of Be The Love. Now, I won't go on about this today too much because this isn't the theme of the show, but the reason why it's called Be The Love is because after I did the Goldcast video back in 2019 and it was viewed, it's been viewed now by I think over 68 million people. That's more than the, the population of Australia, Hong Kong and Sweden combined. 
that that story, if you haven't seen it yet, go to sarahprout.com forward slash goalcast. I think that or dash video. I'll link it up to the show notes of this episode. And in that video, it shares my survival story of going through 10 years of domestic violence. A very difficult story to tell. It was a, a process where they filmed me for over, I think it was over six hours. And it just boiled down to a six minute narrative video. And so the comments were really when I started to get curious about the healing work that I still needed to do. And that's where my idea for Be The Love was born because people were asking me, hey, Sarah, it's all very well to talk about your story of rising above domestic violence and being in a toxic relationship. Where do I begin my journey? How can I be the love? Because the Goldcast video it, the, the tagline at the end was calling the viewers to be the love. And it was only just such a small part of the story. So if you are at all interested in pre-ordering the book, go to sarahprout.com forward slash BTL. And there's like a, a mini page that Macmillan set up for me. So you can go and pre-order on your favorite bookseller or retailer. And that is a great way to support this cause because there is a movement that's building around this idea of self-acceptance of the be the love philosophy that I'm going to be sharing a bit with you today. Now, the topic of today's show is that fear is the virus and love is the cure. Now, this doesn't or it isn't intentionally meant to reflect what we're going through right now with the global pandemic. It's a timeless piece, but it does apply if you are going through any levels of fear or anxiety or concern about the levels of uncertainty that we're experiencing in the world right now. This is like a high level overview. It's not about the us versus them perspective, you know, whether you're vaccinated or not vaccinated or whether you're, you know, who you vote for, what you believe in, <laughs> all that kind of stuff. This is like the middle path. And I'm here to share this because it's so important to remember that there's division happening in families right now that doesn't have to happen. And it's because of fear-based intentions. So my work here today is to help guide you through those experiences and maybe identify some of the patterns that you are uh, facing, that you are having to adapt to. I mean, as human beings, we're always adapting, we're always growing, we're always pivoting to different points of view based on different data points and feedback that we're receiving from the world around us. But the key thing to remember, and this isn't a promo for the book, is to be the love, be the love, the be the love philosophy of feel, heal, and reveal. And I will go to a quick explanation of that after this short announcement. Okay, so back to the very quick overview of the Be The Love philosophy of feel, heal, and reveal. So the first element is to allow yourself to feel whatever is coming up, whether you are feeling fearful or driven by anxiety or you're concerned about something. Allow yourself to feel it rather than trying to suppress it and hold it back because that's not going to do you any favors, right? We really want to make sure that we allow our humanness to always lead the path forward. And that means giving yourself a moment to feel whatever's coming up, good, bad, and ugly. 
The second part is to heal, to bring the awareness to the possibility that you have the power to guide your energy and your emotions. This is where the magic of self-responsibility comes into place. And you realize that you have everything that you need within you to heal. As long as you've got accountability and a great community around you, you can heal anything. It does take some time. But healing is a process, and I I definitely go through this in the outline of Be the Love and how I can be there to support you no matter what you've been through in your life. The third element is reveal, because once you have acknowledged your feelings, once you are on a steady healing path, the universe quite often reveals the next steps to take, the next ways that you can expand your mind, your consciousness, your heart, your capacity to connect with others. So feel, heal and reveal is a very brief overview of the Be The Love philosophy. Now, how does this apply to today's topic of fear being a virus and love being the cure? So as a parent, I've got four children and I have always been afraid of the things that could happen to them. In fact, I'll rewind this a little bit more. I've always been, <laughs> how do I put this, mm, a little bit afraid and scared of things before they happen because most people are like that. They're afraid of the future that hasn't happened yet. And yet we know that the way that the law of attraction works is that when you are afraid as a consistent signal to the universe, as a signature energy pattern, then you'll begin to attract what you fear into your reality. It's the old saying, what resists persists. But that doesn't mean that you can't transmute your fear into faith. It's just identifying how expensive the energy is to carry around. So for instance, you know, this last year I've been fearful of, you know, my son being out of the house for the first time and being an adult. He's 20 now, you know, I've done my job, he's out of the nest. But the fear that comes along with what if, what if something goes wrong? What if something happens to him? You know, all of these worst case scenarios. And what it is vital to remember is that when I am in a space of fear, I am not trusting the universe. And when I'm trusting the universe, I'm in that space of love. And that's when love is the cure. Love is the remedy. Uh, Another example is I'm recording this podcast at 2.35 p.m. on a Tuesday. And in less than an hour, I am going to the uh, skin cancer and dermatology clinic here in Las Vegas to have a biopsy on a suspicious mole on the back of my leg super tiny, probably nothing to worry about, but yet the fear is rising up. So I'm doing this work in real time because you guys know me part of this manifest community podcast experience is that so often I get behind the microphone to work out what is currently going on in my heart, what is maybe sitting a little bit heavily on my shoulders right now. And I am envisioning that this is a smooth process It's highly unlikely that this is anything, but it's still the scary word of having a biopsy (laughs) that makes you stop and go, ooh, what, what if, what if a different reality is about to open up where I am unwell? And then there's the equal opportunity in that choice point. What if everything's fine and trusting the universe? Because sometimes even the bad things that happen, And I've seen this happen to thousands upon thousands of manifesting students from around the world that I've worked with over the last decade or so. 
is that sometimes the most pivotal points of power and change and transformation happen when we go through those seasons of uncertainty, when we ride out those feelings of fear, when we go through the feel, heal and reveal three-step process. It's incredibly powerful to remember that you're a human being. If something like this happens, of course, you're going to feel a little bit of fear coming up. But the trust in the universe, in God's plan, in the divine plan must be bigger than the fear. This is the key. When you can get it to a point where your thoughts are occupied by trust and joy and surrender and being present rather than being fearful and anxiety driven and uh, concerned about the outcome, which is normal, or, or you can balance it out, of course, then you can create the magic. So whatever you are currently afraid of can sometimes be the key to your freedom. Now, I'm not saying you know, go and swim with sharks or, you know, eat ice cream with razor blades in it or something like that. You know, I'm not saying do silly things. I don't know why that just came out. That sounds frightening. <laughs> anyway, do things that are outside of your comfort zone, but also use your logic. And I think so often in the manifesting law of attraction community, we're always told to, you know, ignore the negative. Always focus on the positive and the most damaging phrase of all is good vibes only because that doesn't allow space to truly process what your emotions are. And I've been through this myself. I mean, if you have a bad day, which you will because you're a human being and if you get afraid of something, it doesn't mean that you are not on a spiritual path. This is called spiritual bypassing and it is incredibly important to remember that it's the holistic nature of embracing your emotions that will create the biggest and most radical difference in what you see manifest in your reality. It will impact the speed of your manifestations and closing that gap between intention to manifestation. It will alter your perception of the world around you rather than seeing the us versus them perspective of, well, they believe in a different thing. They believe that um, I, I can't. <laughs> I can't honestly use an example because I don't want to start any arguments. And I've seen this happen on social media so many times that compassion and kindness is literally thrown out the window when somebody disagrees from another perspective that they're allowed to have. And yet it's weaponized. And this is where the fear comes in because people are afraid of speaking their mind. They're, they're afraid of speaking from their heart. And it's like the, the great writer Byron Katie says that defensiveness is the first act of war. I've seen this happen in real time that if your beliefs are questioned, you get defensive. Whereas if your beliefs are questioned and you stand strong in your trust and your faith in God and the universe, then it doesn't matter what anybody says. They could completely disagree with every single fabric of reality that you've ever created or constructed. And it doesn't matter. The key point to remember, the key goal here is to be the stillness, the calm in the eye of the storm. My meditation teacher a couple of decades ago, about 20 years ago, said that that's the goal of any meditation, that you could meditate in a hurricane and you could still connect to the creator, to that stillness inside. That is the biggest creative force that we have as human beings, that space of stillness, the spaciousness the inspiration, the connection to all that is, to the omnipotent force that animates everything, everything that you can see, the roof over your head right now, 
the device that you're listening to this podcast on, the food that you're eating, the clothes that you're wearing, all of it began in the non-physical realm first as an idea. And it managed to break through the fear to become love, to become love as a manifested, useful piece of whatever it is that you're using it for in your current reality. The same goes for emotions. How can you make your emotions more useful? How can you get them to work for you with a sense of curiosity? And then how can you use it as a call to action for compassion when you see other people that are rising up from a space of fear, that they they seem to be um, losing their minds, that the world has gone mad, <laughs> or that they disagree with certain things or political issues or whatever it happens to be. Just remember that love is the overriding program for all of us. And this is my belief. At the same time that you're listening to these words, I also want you to remember that this is simply my perspective. I am happy to be wrong because I know my truth. And so this is how you know that I don't have an agenda. I don't need to convince you to believe in my way of doing things. I'm going to love you no matter what. And that is the space I believe that you can create the biggest shifts in your reality from when you're neutralized. Now, I'm not saying ditch the things that you feel passionate about, the causes that you want to support, because that is extremely important to be an activist and to, to stand for things. That is incredibly important. But what I stand for over and above anything else is love, because I believe that love is the antidote, the cure to the fear-based thinking that keeps us stuck, that keeps us small, that keeps us living in our comfort zones and doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. And that's not the way to live a consciously expanding life. And I've been thinking about this a lot over the last couple of weeks because I've been feeling uh, <laughs> the the walls of my reality kind of closing in around me with certain things that have been happening. If you've listened to other episodes of the show, you'll know what I'm talking about. And I've been feeling the monotony of life. And it's sitting in the acceptance of that that opens up the new doorways to possibility. And so I'm going to be announcing probably in the next couple of weeks some very exciting things that I'm working on, some very exciting life choices that I've made from a space of love, from being committed to operating outside of my comfort zone where the magic happens. And I want to, again, do the processing in real time so you guys can see the changes that happen and unfold in my reality. So if you are not already following me over on Instagram, please do so. Uh, you can find me at Sarah Prout. I will link to the show notes of this episode to do that. Let's check the time here. It is 2.43. I have to get in the car and drive to have this biopsy. So if you're listening to this right now, please send the energy of love because it's it's all going to be fine. <laughs> all right. Thank you so much for being here with me today for another episode of the Manifest podcast. Let me know what you're manifesting. I would love to know. So please feel free to either send me a DM or comment on one of my posts or you can send me a text. So again, check out the show notes description and I will link up the phone number for that. Or alternatively, if you happen to have a pen handy right now, the number is plus one seven zero two nine three five nine two four five. That's plus one seven zero two nine three five nine two 
four five and I send out the occasional inspirational message to support you on your manifestation journey. Okay, sending you so much love and let's connect again soon. Bye for now.